Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park It is March 18th, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar. Here to talk about Dynamite and what there was of NXT tonight. Um, lots to talk about. A new sponsor to welcome to the show. But first, the big news that broke today. Justin, what's happening with WrestleMania? Yeah, WWE sent an email to the media this evening uh, announcing that WrestleMania 36 is now going to be two nights uh, it's going to be both Saturday, April 4th, and Sunday, April 5th. Um, Rob Gronkowski, who was also just recently signed on to work with WWE, uh, he's going to be the host of it, uh, is what they are promoting. Oh, wow. Uh, he's gonna be, yeah, he's going to be on SmackDown this Friday to kind of uh, promote and drum up to that. So that's what's confirmed by WWE. But then another wrinkle, another uh, another thing that we're hearing is that, according to ESPN's uh, Mark uh, Raymond Raymondi, sorry if I butchered that last name, Mark, um, uh, but he is reporting that he's hearing that WrestleMania is actually going to be done. It'll be over the two nights, but it might be in different locations. So it's got people thinking WrestleMania huh. two style that maybe some, uh, you know, I, and I don't know what those other locations would be because the whole point of them doing the performance center is it's because it's a property they own and they can control. I don't know where else they could do matches around the country. So again, that's unconfirmed by WWE. It is a report from uh, an ESPN reporter that's got a, a track record in the MMA and, and pro wrestling world. So, We'll wait and see, but what we do know is for sure, two nights, April 4th and April 5th, WrestleMania will take place. Hmm. Yeah, Matt, what do you think? We've advocated for this on the podcast. I don't know what to make of that. Um, it, I guess it, that's exciting, right? We don't know what to make of that. Like, we don't know where the two places are going to be. Well, I mean, again, it could right now, WWE is just saying the Performance Center. So if that report, if that independent report from the ESPN report is wrong, then you know uh, it's going to be two nights at the Performance Center. But you know, it's supposedly it could be multiple locations, which again, on the one hand, I see the benefit of, of maybe depending on where those locations are, making it easier for some talent to travel. Because people can't because they can drive there. They don't have to worry about flying. Yes, correct. Uh, I just don't know what those places would be like. What can WWE rent out a, a smaller like concert venue and try to do like how would they pull that off? I'm mm. not sure. Like that. And Justin, what are the the rumors and inside uh, word that's been going around about why Vince chose to do this strategy rather than postponing Mania yeah. altogether? So the yeah the the belief inside uh, to those on the, on the inside that are connected is that uh, you know it's it, it potentially an insurance uh, matter. Is that in the insurance um, in an insurance claim that Vince would have with WrestleMania, there's a clause that would say you need to mitigate damages. In this case, mitigate damages would mean you are still trying to put the event on. But you're trying to do it while uh, adhering to the the public crisis and the rules. Uh, so that's him saying, "All right, I'm going to still do it. I'm still going to live stream this event. It'll be done at the Performance Center with essential personnel only, no fans." But if 
between now and April 4th now, if, or if, if, if the state of Florida or the national or the federal government would shut down and say, look, no, or would shut the event down and say, no, even WrestleMania, the performance center is still going to be too many people with talent and, and production crew. If they shut it down, then Vince would ultimately, in theory, now have a better case to get insurance money. Uh, if, if the government shut down uh, at the performance center, then he'd get his insurance money and then it potentially now could do mania at a later date uh, at a more traditional venue. The rumor has been like an MSG or something. But um, hmm. as of now, as we've seen, mania is still going to happen April 4th and April 5th as advertised. But if between now and then um, the government would shut it down saying that it's it's just not safe, then then, then that might there might be a, a claim there for Vince. So we'll see. I don't think Vince wants to have WrestleMania in his best matches. I don't think he wants to waste essentially his best matches in an empty arena situation. I think he would rather have this delayed at this point, but if April 4th comes, I guess he's got to put it on the best that he can. That's the whole... Hmm. I think, I mean, would, would I, wouldn't they do that already? Wouldn't, wouldn't they already step in and say, like, I don't see the harm in him doing it at the Performance Center. Why would they step in and say, don't, you can't do it there? It, it, well, if, if Florida... if if Florida's government or if, if the national government says, look, this, 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 things are getting worse in the country and you're still going to have several hundred people at the performance center between the uh, you know, crew. Several hundred? Talent. Well, well, several I mean, dozen. Well, between crew, talent. I mean, I don't even, even several dozen, though. You're still at that point uh, beyond the recommended 10 or less gathering. Mm-hmm. So um, the things I mean, there's still it's still what uh three weeks away so if, if things get Don't worse you, in these next three weeks I, I can't see them putting all the talent in there i could see them shuttling shuttling them in i could see them bringing in groups uh, like of 10 for like the first hour sure. or, or whatever to do their thing to do their match to do their promos all right you guys are done bye next shipment comes in yeah that, that yeah. might be how it is or if they're in multiple locations that changes it we'll see I'm telling you, looking at Dynamite tonight, I actually think Dynamite threw down the gauntlet and said, this is how you can actually put on a really great wrestling show, even under these limited conditions. Now, some people on Twitter are speculating, did they break any guidelines for gatherings based on the number of people that were together? I mean, I understand uh, the the (laughs) health and safety. Well, Matt, you know, if there are regulations in place... Um, it is important to, to honor those and abide by those for the sake of the town alone. I'm sure Tony Khan, uh, like much like Vince McMahon, is, is doing what he can to protect uh, the performer's safety. But what I wanted to say about tonight, though, even when they cut to that video package in Jake's uh, Backwoods Wrestling Ring, man, WrestleMania could be really cool if we get some different matches in different locations. Like, if they work, if they lean into the fact that this is not your standard wrestling show and provide something unique, I think Dynamite proved tonight that that can be uh, very effective. So that being said, uh, we've got some super chats tonight. Damian Cole said, best AEW show yet, in my opinion, even without the crowd. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was really good, but uh, I don't know about the best. But it was was really good, uh, even without the crowd. Um, And then uh, Justin Lopez with the super chat saying, it was still weird, Sans audience. But honest to God, that was really entertaining with other wrestlers taunting the in-ring competitors. I mean... This was a night and day difference to what we saw Friday and Monday and they, at WWE. And they did a ton of smart things, not only just putting some heels and faces out there to make noise so it didn't sound like a hollow, empty arena like WWE's programming has been, but they shot. They put the hard camera and they shot into this large, full-size production stage. You didn't have empty chairs as your backdrop like you're having at the Performance Center. They shot into the stage, so it, it kind of made you forget that, hey, there's not, you know, there's, you're not seeing empty seats. I, I thought... 
yeah. yeah. It, it, from a from a visual standpoint, they set it up well. The sound of the hooting and hollering helped. And yeah, this was I think this was top three dynamite episodes ever. My biggest disappointment about it, my biggest disappointment was that it was so good. I feel bad that it could not get the pops from a crowd that it deserved. That's, that's my biggest disappointment. I mean, well, it can be how we blow social media up about it. You know what I mean? In, in a way. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I would have loved to hear the, the sound, the roar of a crowd when some uh, of these big moments happened. Uh, gotcha. God, it was a great show, great episode. No, I mean, this was good. I could see this if they can keep this up um, and maybe with pre-tapes, maybe with uh, modified schedules. I think this could work on TV for the foreseeable future. Uh, Okay, so we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite. Two big debuts tonight, right? Matt Hardy, Brody Lee, formerly Luke Harper, making their AEW debut tonight. But first, we got to talk about another very important debut. Uh, Matt Morgan's been looking forward to this. You've been counting down the days. This is like your WrestleMania. We have a new sponsor of the <laughs> Wrestling Inc. podcast, and it is Manscaped. Support for this episode of Wrestling Inc. is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, guys, we've all been there before, trying <laughs> to uh, touch things up a little bit, even some things out, maybe create some perspective, or just at the very least sort of you know, minimize on anything that might be unflattering or unappealing. And uh, if you're a larger guy like myself, you are completely going on the honor system. You're trying to hold a mirror. You're getting down there. And oh my God, if you've ever cut yourself in that area, <laughs> let me tell you, it's it's not pleasant. It's not good. But that shouldn't deter you from the mission to have uh, your junk in order, as it were. That is why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. Just imagine that little kid going to school, learning to become an engineer and say, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to create the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. And they did that. They just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Here it is. This is the third generation Manscaped trimmer. It features a cutting edge ceramic uh, blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaped Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And this is premium. I mean premium. This battery is going to last up to 90 minutes so you can take that longer shave. Just listen to that. That power right there. And one of the coolest features is there's actually called LED light, which illuminates the grooming areas for a closer, more precise trim. So you know what you're doing. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. Quiet stroke technology. I'm just going to say that again. You insert your own joke there. And let's not forget about the charging stand so you can show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. So, hey, you got a date coming over? And uh, she's like, oh, what's that there? And I go, well, that's my manscape. She's like, oh, can I uh, take a look at that? And I'm like, I'll do you one better. I'll show you the result of my Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, and if you're listening to me speak right now, you're one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product. I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself and trim that junk of yours. 2020, you got no excuse. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WINC at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code WINC at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping, manscaped.com. Use that promo code WINC. And Matt Morgan. Yes. You are a longtime Manscaped customer. So for, first of all, Manscaped, if you're watching, you need to let me be doing your commercials here going <laughs> forward. Because <clears throat> um, all jokes aside, I don't do our ads on this show. And Glenn gave me the little 411 about uh, a new sponsor. And I asked who it was. He said, Manscaped. I flipped out because 
this is a product I've been buying with my own hard-earned money. That's one. Here's the one from before that. And here's the straight edge you use for your uh, face and other areas. Yeah. And this stuff is no joke, amazing. And the thing about it is, you can imagine as pro wrestlers, you wear wrestling trunks on national television. Nobody wants to see you looking like you have buckwheat and a scissors lock. All right. And so, long story short, um, pro wrestlers for years have been having to use lady razors because they're generally the softest that don't cut your stuff up, don't cut your legs, don't cut your groin area, things like that. And um, when this thing came out, I, I mean, it, the, the, the whole gimmick behind it, if I could show you guys at home, you could see the white part. The white part of this, this is a brand new one. I haven't used it yet, um, is a plastic guard blade. And that's what it keeps from nicking you and cutting you and grabbing your you-know-what and really doing damage like every other razor ends up doing <laughs> in those very tough-to-reach areas and sensitive areas. Um, but, like, I wish this was out when I was still wrestling um and just in general use this on your every other body but your back hair everything and it gets it without cutting or leaving these these these, these crazy streaks and the nicks and scratches that every set of clippers always will leave on your back and you guys know what i'm talking about but even this even their uh um normal straight edge mm. is double-sided meaning you can go like that way you can flip it over and use the other way you can dry, dry shave with this. You don't even, you know, it's just, this company's awesome. Like I flipped out when I heard they were a sponsor because I'm like a legitimate fan of their stuff. I just got some of their product too in the mail they sent. Thank you very much. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, it absolutely works, man. And the straight edge razor is called the plow. The plow. Which, uh, yes. The plow, which is uh fantastic. Uh, it's great. You know, I've tried this and let me tell you, no cuts, no nicks. Uh, this works. And again, uh, Trust me, you're going to like it. Your partner yeah. is going to thank you for it. And you're going to save 20% off. Plus get free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code WINC. And we thank Manscaped, not only for sponsoring this podcast, but for uh, for acting uh, and going forth on this mission to free men and their balls from unsightly hairs. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring the podcast. So AEW, first, uh, these super chats. And this is what better way to start it off. Jay Lane, $2, saying Cody is one of the top promos in all of wrestling. Duh. Matt, how great Thanks, was Jay that? Lane. Thanks, Jay Lane. Well, hey, hey, Matt Morgan, how many how many wrestlers out there would you pay money oh to make a comment Damn. and say no, no? But I'm saying Jay Lane saying I'm gonna spend two dollars to put Cody over. Think about that for a second. That's dedication. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how good Cody is. That is how good he is. That promo tonight to start the show out there in a dark, empty uh, uh, arena or empty venue. Yeah. Um, addressing no audience, addressing uh, lightly the situation in the world today and what we're all dealing with, um, and then using that to segue into uh, cutting a promo and talking about what's going on with the elite right now. Uh, yeah, Matt, give me your thoughts on on what you thought. Let me ask you guys: whose was better, his or Hunter's? This this was better. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? But it was, it was, um, just friggin' money promo. But like, I'm not surprised anymore. Like, this guy's not catching me off guard anymore by being the best promo, and that's saying something. I've always thought Jericho has kind of been the best promo, but uh, with 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 uh, him being like right behind him this year. But I'm sorry, I think Cody's number one. Yeah, it was a really good promo, and I mean, and, and, and such a 
odd situation, you know, as, as a as a performer, uh, not, not as a pro wrestler, but any performer, you know, stage mm-hmm. anything. You're used to having a crowd. You're just you're used to a certain setting, and when you're in a basically a blacked out arena, being told you're live, one take, let's go, but you have no, f- you know. No, nobody around. I don't know. It's just a unique situation. I just thought he delivered. And that's what that's what makes him so good is that anytime they give him something that he has an opportunity to show his passion for, it's game set match. His promos are tens out of tens every single time. He has something he's able to sink his teeth into. I'm yet to see him dud or phone in or, like I said, dud a promo yet. That wasn't something that was you could tell was meaningful to him. I'm not seeing him screw one up yet. I just thought it was so – I'm going to use this word, Matt, and I hope uh, you don't mock me too much for it. I'm going to say what he said at the beginning was beautiful. It was eloquent when he said, we as human beings have to stand together, and for now that means at a distance. And then saying, uh, yet he refuses to live in a prison mm-hmm. of fear. He feels alive, and he hopes the fans at home feel the same way. And use this to pivot in talking about the elite – and uh, talking about Matt Jackson's anger towards Hangman Page, how it's misplaced. Uh, talking about Nick Jackson and then bringing out Kenny Omega. The way he just pivoted from that tonight was was masterful. And rather than right. trying to ignore it altogether or just say, oh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he didn't he didn't say the words uh, coronavirus, but I think that he addressed it better tonight. Whereas with Triple H seems so purposefully to not give any uh suggestion as to what else is going on aside from the fact that it was a different show yeah i agree yeah it was uh it was really really good kenny omega came out um said some words and then uh after that um when they hit the uh let's see pardon me so i'm trying to remember all of this how it happened exactly so the mat was on the mic where's adam page adam came out and was standing there um so we went from this to uh page cheered them with a drink went to the back omega talked to the camera and then they hit the lights in the pyro which i think was very important i mean talk about something that's a little thing that they could do just to pull out some stops tonight it was a great great start to aew dynamite tonight no question and then at ringside, Tony Schiavone with MJF, uh, he's interviewing MJF about tonight, saying he's out there. He's offering money to wrestle, but he's out there. He's going to let the mid-card entertain. And he and Sean Spears gambling on the matches. That part when he whispered to Tony, like off mic, like, hey, old man, you want, you want to know this? You want to get into some of this action? Like... <laughs> This, this, you know, I have to agree. This, this is in my top three AEW Dynamite episodes tonight. Like, there was so much creativity on display, and it just really made the best of a bad situation. Definitely, this, this show was money. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I several times forgot that it, this was a different show given the circumstances. They, they just kept me, just kept me into it. And again, I mean, it was only, I mean, it was only like what maybe. 12, 15 wrestlers in total out there, and they would rotate, you know, the guys are out there. But, I mean, just those 12 or 15 having fun, hooting, hollering, making a little bit of noise, it wasn't distracting, but it was just – it gave you that, that little bit of ambient noise that you're used to hearing during a pro wrestling match. And I just thought – I just thought it it, it it was just such a such a great, simple move. And then, again, like I said, shooting where they had the hard camera, it was just they, – they really they really kind of learned from WWE's mistakes watching WWE these last few times. And, and to be fair to WWE, it's – WWE's making the best of what they can, but well, they were the first ones to do it. To be yeah. fair, they were the first ones I mean. to do it. Much harder uphill battle, and That's, more importantly yeah. than no offense, your comment, my comment, or Glenn's next comment. Shame Ramlaw, Shane Ramiel, whatever how you pronounce it. Why are you giving a dollar ninety nine? What made you say ninety nine cents? Ninety nine cents for your super. Hey, chat. 
Matt, I think right now in these uncertain times, you got to save a penny wherever you can. As uh, Shane is proving out. So he was saying if it was a crowd, the difference would be crazy. And to Justin, your point, that's why it is so unfortunate tonight. But I don't know that the show, don't get me wrong, Matt uh, Hardy and Brody Lee debuting certainly would have gotten pops. Yeah. The matches would have got pops. But I think they had to be a little more inventive tonight. I felt it felt more meaningful what was going on tonight. So my question is, yeah. did, did Matt, and that was the first question I was going to ask you both, debuting Brody Lee and Matt Hardy tonight, would you have saved it to everything got back to normal and there was fans back in an arena again? Problem is when you, you don't know what that timeline is. So then you find yourself potentially sitting on dragging out, you know, who the exalted one, you know, for maybe months, we don't know what this is going to be. So, uh, I mean, it, it was a uh, ballsy huh, manscaped. It was ballsy to go ahead and pull both of these out in one episode. But I think just given, you know, uh, the, given that we're still maybe in the early parts of this, pandemic and so in the situation i, I you know they did I, I just feel bad this would this episode would have been in rochester new york which is which as we talked about is, is where Brody lee's from that would have been the biggest pop of his career for a guy that got so misused and not used at all for years there in wwe i would have yeah. loved him to got that pop i disagree for the pop the biggest pop and he'll never get bigger than not because he's not over not because he's not awesome mm. is when the three wide showed up in the ring if you remember versus the shield the lights went out and the lights came back on when they were at their hottest. He was involved in that pop. Okay, fair. Uh, so this would have been the biggest pop a, so, solely for him. That no, was a great No pop. question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, this actually ties into what Dorian Spradlin with the super chat. Thank you, Dorian, is saying if they would have WrestleMania at Madison Square Garden, what month do you think it should take place August, in? August, well, what am I saying? August, um, June. August, I'm going to guess August. You got summer well, in August in Boston. We, oh, they're still telling their stories, aren't they? They haven't just shut down completely. Well, and that's kind of the point to, to what you're saying, you know, about sitting on uh, Matt Hardy and, and Brody Lee. I think right now there is no – everyone is pushing things ahead uh, in the hopes of, oh, maybe things will be back to normal by June. Maybe things will be back to normal by July. Maybe some things will be back to normal by September. We don't know. And in wrestling, the, the train keeps on moving. Regardless, the stories keep on moving. This is a very much uh, ephemeral business with a lot of forward momentum. I don't think you can plan in such an uncertain uh, scenario. I think you just have to, to do it. You can't uh, keep your powder dry. And I think even AEW is keeping an open mind about this is a fluid situation changing day to day. Because if you notice, they, promote, you know, they promoted Luchasaurus versus uh, Wardlow in a Lumberjack match. They didn't say next week. All their wording and speech tonight was the next dynamite. Sure. So I, I, that was something that I, I saw going and was talking mm -hmm. on social. I, I, I think they're they're being very open with like, hey, th this might you know th this this show might be the last one for a few weeks if if depending on how this um, progresses. Yeah. So I almost guarantee you they are pre-taping content. Even uh, the the remark that was so. made about the parking lot fight, the street fight in a parking lot. Even the way he was laughing about it made it sound like I bet you they taped that earlier today. Um, it, it, and with being the elite, they, they have experience doing this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Justin Todd got a shout out. Thanks for the super chat. Thanks for getting a blue chain, blue chew manscape combo deal. Uh, I, sh I should reach out to someone. Oh my God. You totally should be all over that. Glenn. Uh, I'm telling you the, the two, the, the marriage, like, like, shape, like shape, shape it up and show it save off yours. Yes. It's like peanut butter and chocolate. It's just two great tastes that go great together. Uh, what? <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly. No, but don't you remember the old ads for uh, Reese's peanut butter cups? It was like you got chocolate in my peanut butter. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. I, like, I like, 
yeah, yeah, people bump into each other all the time, and their foods are just mixed together. You know, they go, they go together like lamb and tuna fish. Yes, uh, Jackson Callens with uh, spent a dollar ninety nine, Matt, to tell you that iPad users can't change from the dot ninety nine. iPad won't let us change. Oh, okay. Thanks, Apple. What was the what was the emoji? Uh, the emoji. Oh, the shrug. Oh, okay. So I throw my hands up at that. <laughs> Well, Raj's pockets just got a dollar ninety nine. Oh, you should have seen. Well, you you should have seen Raj the other night. Glenn was telling me. I heard. Oh my god, Raj, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> it was. I was like, come on, guys, give me, give us more, give us more. He he doesn't listen to this podcast. He doesn't hey, maybe, know that. I got I got you know, in, in this time, in, in this time of uncertainty, when we're trying to find content, and we might have less and less. I think a great uh, video, a great promotional video for the sponsor would be Raj using Manscaped on Ryback. <laughs> it writes itself. I, I would I would shave me more. Shave me more. Oh my god. Have you put any thought into this, Justin? Or is this off the top of your head? It's coming to me right here. I'm just it's really good, Justin. I'm impressed. Uh <laughs> Daniel. I didn't think it was. Daniel M uh, super chat saying blood and guts from the Hardy compound. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of any of that. They could totally do this from the Hardy compound, actually. Matt's got a ring in a big warehouse there, they and obviously do, got, all, he's got all that land. What do you think of that idea, Glenn? I think that'd be awesome. I mean, that that's what I want to see in this. It's like, look at all the great independent films that we've ever seen. Look at a lot of the great music that's been done. Like, constraints and limitations force you to be more creative, and creative. they result in greater art most of the time. And I actually yeah. think, Glenn, I, and I don't know this for sure, so this is not like a, a scoop, but I would not be surprised since... The camera crews and the young bucks were at Hardy's compound in the last few weeks yeah. for the for Hardy's YouTube show. I would not be surprised if they filmed the the, sure. the Lance Archer backwoods ring thing there on Hardy's property. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if Jake has that or, or uh, what, but that looked to me like the same ring and set they used in Peanut Butter Falcon, the movie Jake the Snake was in. Also, mm. there was a wrestling match. You guys so, should watch that movie. If you got down yeah. uh, downtime right now, like Peanut Butter Falcon, solid film wrestling is, is a big part of the plot there. And there is a match at the end uh, without hopefully spoiling too much. Um, so uh, let's get into it. We've got some comments about the Exalted One. I'm uh, going to want to talk about that. Uh, but first, we had Orange Cassidy on commentary while the best friends wrestled the Lucha Bros. <laughs> and Orange Cassidy didn't say anything, did he? No. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Them taking camera shot, just coming in and getting shots of him, not saying anything. Sound, that sounds stupid, but sounded like uh, added so much. Like I couldn't stop laughing. I thought that was so funny. And uh, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix won that match via pinfall. I even like that with, uh, with uh, that spot where best friends were going to hug and they did the bumping elbows instead. Like I thought, again, I liked that they weren't avoiding – the situation we're in entirely yeah yeah it was good uh this was a great match and then after that uh oh yes and after that the best friends challenge the lucha bros to a parking lot street fight on next week's show then we have penelope ford versus uh versus hikaru shida versus rio versus chris statlander in a um in a four-way match and uh this ended with hikaru shida getting the pinfall matt what did you think of this women's match for AEW? I dug it actually. I thought this was really good. And I usually don't think they're good with people that they've not done a good job of trying to get over or tell me anything about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this was good. 
I mean, uh, do you think in a way that for acts that haven't gotten over with the audience yet, not having an audience? Yep. Yeah. I was just thinking, it's so funny you said that. Yes, I do. Because we didn't hit, get a chance to hear crickets. Mm-hmm. And because we didn't hear crickets, who's to say some of the stuff wouldn't have gotten massive pops, right? Can't, can't roll that out, right? This is the dream for the, uh, the, the yes. no, no, for the, for the, for the technical wrestling marks out there. It doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter if you're John Cena or Drew uh-huh. Gulak or, uh, you know, any, any wrestler. This is all now about talent and your ability to go out there and bring it. And audience reaction counts that, for nothing. That's how they need to be thinking. They need to be doing that and then working that damn camera and playing yeah. to the people at home way more than they they're supposed to be doing that anyway on tv shows they're not supposed to be playing to the audience live yeah i think of that women's match this was one of the better women's matches i've seen in AEW. and penelope ford i thought she i thought she's a star she's She's shine yeah i think she's one of the biggest stars they have and and, but still i was still happy with this match yeah she shined bright in the in the match i mean she's 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 got a a killer look i mean she looks beautiful i mean I, i i thought she 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 was a standout to me in this She's nasty, dude. Like she can go, dude. She takes all the attention away, a la Lita versus with what's his name, I say Rios. When she's with her, what's her boyfriend's name? Kip See, See? <laughs> I remember her name and not his. The guy, the guy, the guy that got punked out by Cole Cabana in a little interaction after the yes. after the match. Super bad, whatever. Like he's really good. He's impressive in the ring, but like I just forgot his name. But yeah, I don't forget hers. It, you know what I mean? She steals all his heat in their uh, matches. When, when when she's out there, um, what do you call it? Assisting him, whatever you want, managing him. Yeah. Okay, we've got some super chats backed up, and I was trying to save them and scroll, but I don't want to miss any, so I just want to uh, address these now. Uh, Pavi let Andy out of his cage. That is a long username with the super chat saying, I honestly didn't like the Brody Lee outfit. He should have had a suit or like the old mafia outfit coming out with that wrestling suit looked weird. We'll get to that and uh, his appearance tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jay Lane's recommending everyone watch Devs on Hulu while quarantined. Uh, oh, uh, $9.99 for Matt's facial expression when I made the peanut butter and chocolate taco <laughs> So there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Damian Cole with the Super Chat saying, I hope WWE steps up its game so we all win as fans. I want both companies to do great so the product of wrestling is the best it can be. Um, Eric, Who knows? Oh, this could change everything. we don't know. This could change something, Glenn. No, for Mania, it, it better. If Mania was like this tonight, if they managed to pull it off with just having fun, creativity, different locations, um, a little bit of poignancy, I think they could actually knock Mania out of the park for what it is. But they've got to put their thinking caps on and not just do what they did on NXT tonight, which is completely phone in a show. Here's the thing, though, between the yeah. difference, really quick, AEW has a lot more talents that can go off the fly, in my opinion, yeah. which is funny when you think about it because they get accused for being spot monkeys that memorize all their spots. Well, I would argue they're much better thinking on the fly, especially like with MJF, Cody. J- there's so many people that are much more entertaining when you don't give them any kind of scripts and things like that. Whereas WWE, a lot of young guys and gals that now rely on that script. Um, and some of them are very stiff. Not in the ring, but like with their personalities and characters without a script. Some of them. I think Vince should be assigning, and if he hasn't already, assigning uh, a producer to every match and saying, I want you guys to come up with three ideas of how you're going to do this. 
and make it entertaining television. Forget wrestling shows, forget wrestling pay-per-views. How are you going to do this in a way that's going to be great TV? Yeah. You know, uh, Eric Carr, Tony needs to hire Glenn for AW creative. I'm, I'm good, but thank you, Eric. I appreciate the super chat. Uh, I am Eric with the super chat saying, let's go mask guys. Oh, uh, let's see. What else do we got? Gee, how much, how much money is this one episode made? Jesus. Well, let's just say Raj Geary is not going to run out of uh, toilet paper for quite some time. Uh, Gentleman Paul saying WWE could use Matt Hardy. Now here's the one cent. There we go. He went up to uh, to $2 even there. And, uh, <laughs> and Pavi, Pavi saying if quarantine gets worse, Corona will kill WWE. Uh, oh, oh, I got it. We'll kill WWE as a brand. I thought you were being really dark there. Um totally. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that, yeah. And that's why when we talk about pre-tape, 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 because who knows where we're going to be in three weeks. If I'm AEW, I'm saying right now, guys, don't go home. You're healthy. You're good. We're all here. Let's knock out as much content as we can. Yes. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot on the roster though, for the record, but still. Matt, would you have preferred back when you were on the roster, if you could work for, let's say three to five days and then go home for a month or two? Oh, no question, but yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 Uh, Zach Rivera with the Super Chat saying, WWE needs to give us a few segments <laughs> on R-Truth showing up to an empty Raymond James Stadium ready for WrestleMania. They don't do that. They're missing the boat. They have to do that. They have to know that that's there, and they've got to take it. They have to take that. Right? Yes. That's I think it'd be great. Awesome not to. No, I agree. Um, so – Tom Brady. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Kathy Hunter saying, guys, how do we even know this was live uh, tonight? Uh, that's a good question. AEW could have taped it during the day. Um, well, it was think- dark. You could see that it was dark outside. Oh, the, that's venue, true. The, the venue's outside. It's it, it's yeah. like a, it's like a it's a it's a yeah. concert. It's a pavilion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good point. Um, so back to the show. Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. Versus the butcher and the blade. Mm. This was okay. I, I didn't. I like this the least. No Marco stunt though. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and I was curious. I, I wonder what they're if they're hinting towards anything because obviously butcher and blade uh, lost. And they kind of a commentary they attributed to MJF hollering instructions at them. That's what caused them to lose. And then as they as Butcher and Blade are leaving, MJF's kind of staring them down. So I don't know if they're maybe setting the planting a seed to split them off or not have an association anymore. Uh, no oh, bunny, no, no bunny tonight. Yeah. Um. This was followed by Evil Uno and Grayson out in the ring, saying the Exalted One is near, and everyone will see what he has seen. Uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels come to the ring. Daniels, uh, tells them to stop. Says the dark order hasn't made anyone better. He's sick of it. Says there is no exalted one. It's just Grayson and Uno. And the music begins playing. We see a masked man walk forward saying we do what we want when we want. If I want something, I take it removes his mask and is Brody Lee, of course, to Luke Harper from WWE. And, uh, Lee says Daniels is now unsafe. Thanks to all his talking. You're not the first out of touch old man who didn't believe in me, but I'll make sure you are the last. And uh, back in the ring, Lee was behind Daniels and Kazarian. He, Uno, and Grayson attacked the two guys. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds got in the ring. Uno yells, uh, who are you? The rest yell, we are one. And Lee stands at the front of the pack. And then they went to the back. I thought that was as well done as it could be. No? 
I think the outfit, I agree with the comment comment earlier we got about the outfit. I think that 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 probably would have played better to a live audience. Um, with the Dark Order, I don't feel like they've gotten their dress code fully on point yet. Oh, definitely not. But I can't get past Uno. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The, I mean, the, 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 the tape vignette of, of Brody talking was great. You had a line about you're not the first old, out of touch old man. I mean, what a shot there. Um, the only thing about the presentation of this, and this is nitpicking, but I mean, I saw it. So I know if I saw it, somebody else had to. Is that when they start, when Daniels was talking, they start playing the video. They start playing the video. You hear some music. They cut to putting the video full screen and then they cut back to showing the arena. And as they cut back to showing the arena, you see the man in white, who was Brody Lee, walk out the tunnel trying to hurry up and get to the ring. It was for about one second and they quickly cut back to showing the video. But I mean, I'm sure, like everybody else, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat watching the screen, not looking at my computer or my phone. So that was my only thing. I was like, ooh, it, you know, just as a live production. So that kind of tells you this is live. There's one live production area. As you, you start seeing them run out real quick. But overall, yeah. this was a really good – this was good. And I'm, I'm happy for, for Brody Lee. He's uh, the, the locker room has just gained a, a huge asset in him. Uh, Louis Barundo with the Super Chat saying, Marco Stunt actually has the flu currently. Ooh. That's why he stayed home. Uh, good on Marco for uh, sitting this out, and we hope he gets better soon. Um, so – yeah, and people are saying, well, he's supposed to look different, uh, as Evan Wright is saying in all caps about Brody. Um, I think you just have to figure it out because we got the reveal tonight, right? The Dark Order's been all about this mystery. I, I agree with that, though. He does need to he need, does need to look different, so I'm happy that he does look completely different. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was good when he came out. I mean, I really enjoyed the the entrance of that. Good for him. This is putting him in a much better spot than he was in when he left WWE. Although, in fairness, I mean, it's not like he never got a push. I mean, the blood he was the Intercontinental Champion. Him and Dolph Ziggler for Intercontinental Championships. One of the better Intercontinental Championship matches that we've seen in quite a while. It doesn't get enough credit. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the Bludgeon Brothers did get pushed. They were champions. Listen, before Bludgeon Brothers. Mm-hmm. Is when I know. He, he did. I thought yeah, he did really well when he got his opportunities because if you looked at them physically, uh, the Wyatt family, you knew Bray was going to be the, center, the guy who gets all the attention. But then between the other three of them, big the big muscle behind him, right? He was the one that you, I knew Vince would not like as much as the other two just because the other two are bigger. Yeah. Um, and he still got more over it. Well, not them, obviously, Braun, but the other one. Gentlemen, Paul with the super chat. Gee, you guys with the super chats tonight. Like, well, then stop answering them. Just <laughs> tell them they don't got to pay no money. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Gentleman, Paul with the $5 super chat saying AEW and NWA take little digs at WWE about saying belts and hospitals. Um, that's, that's one thing. But I think tonight, though, when we all talk about really what competition could do and why I've been excited about AEW since the get-go is we need something on a high level to do things differently, to force WWE to up its game. And tonight, AEW fired shots. Like this was showing that even without an audience, we can still put on an A-plus show. And I think uh, now the ball is in WWE's court, which is exciting to me. I really hope Friday we don't get a SmackDown like Monday Night's Raw where there's barely any, uh, where there was almost no wrestling. It's just interviews and uh, pay-per-view matches. I want to see. My, my hope is that Vince sees this, and, or whoever is in charge there, sees this and goes, well, 
why do we have a creative team? Hold up, we have an, this whole big-ass creative team with all these members. No offense to them when I say this, but it's the truth. Um, meanwhile, there's this other show that doesn't have nearly as many members or producers and whatnot and all these overly scripted crap, and they're doing it better. How is this possible? Now, hoping a change, it's not because he thinks his writers are bad. I'm hoping he realizes that the process is dated and it was good for like a few years when they needed it. They, they haven't needed it in many, many years. I'm hoping it makes some changes mind on this because it's like getting beat by, how do I explain this? It's like the world heavyweight champion getting beat by a guy who weighs like 25 pounds, right? Scrawny has no, no, had no training for the fight. Um, and he just worked this heavyweight 300 pound, you know, champion this monster you know what i mean i don't know how to explain it just like you know what i mean they, they have less yes they're on tnt but i mean like the creative team all these heads and these decision makers are involved in every single thing that happens with how these things are shot versus this small much smaller company mm-hmm. well, it's, less like cooks. It, it's like when an independent movie comes out and wins all the awards instead of the big studio go. prestige pieces there you go. yeah you know and i think it goes to show artistry is what matters most. Creativity is what matters most. It's not about who has the most money. It's about who has the best ideas and the ability to execute them in the most interesting way possible. You well, have to hire the talents that have that art, art, artistic ability to do these things. Well, what sucks that I gather is that, like, you know, Matt, you said earlier about how, like, AEW guys you think do better on the fly and, and then, you know, where some WWE people might be stiff. I think it's the case of WWE talents are kept in such a lane, you know, from every, every, every. Oh, yeah. Every WWE talent I talk to, either currently or, or or past there, you know, they all say. I mean, there's a yeah, there's a lot of creative writers. They all say that a lot of those writers are, are really good and have really good ideas. And oh, good stuff. it's just it's just it's just by the time the idea gets around the table and gets to Vince, things have changed. So, uh, you know, I, I think Vince, if he would, it's just just obviously apparently it's not in his nature. He you know he trusts himself. He's gotten himself so much success. He's always going to bet on himself. And and I like. I could see, I could, yeah, it's hard to argue to a guy who's built what he's built, you know, and so I could see somebody trying to show Vince, hey, look at this AEW episode, look how successful they just did it for at this end, in the same situation we're in, and I could see him finding a reason to say, oh no, having a couple heels and faces out there gambling and drinking wine, that we have WWE superstars, they should be sitting like fans, like I could just see that kind of rationale, it's like, no, you're not getting it, we're in freaking times where we can't have any crowd, let's just kind of like... Somebody, I, I somebody needs to get through to him because they did back in the Attitude Era, didn't they? When he when when he was getting beat, maybe that's the only reason he paid attention because they were starting to get beat. Therefore, he was willing to listen to ideas. But he needs to start listening to their ideas because he. I don't know. I'd be I'd be willing to bet that his son and son-in-law have tried to get through to him in certain yeah. ways, and if he hasn't listened to them, who's he going to listen to? Yeah. We'll see what uh, what happens Friday night on SmackDown when Gronk is going to be on the show. So uh, we'll see. I'll be here too. Yes, you'll be here on Friday nights. What was next? Uh, after that, we uh, had uh, oh the vignette for Lance Archer at Murder Hawk Mansion is the name of the venue. Uh, uh, ring announcer asking who's ready to try or die against Archer, and uh, yeah, he just destroyed everybody that got into the ring with him. That was uh, great. That made him awesome. Awesome. He looked like a monster. Yeah, Backwoods Fight Club, and the fact yeah. that the ring announcers like. You know, a little person has a very carny feel to it. it you know, oh, Jake. my God, yes, totally. This was so well done. 
Jake sitting in a rocking chair, just smoking. It looked like he's blowing smoke, just calmly, coolly watching this. I mean, this was this was fabulous. It was. This yeah. was like movie-ish type. Yeah. Ish. This was awesome. That's what I'm saying. Like him versus Cody, if that's the match, do it there at that venue. With that like, aesthetic, yeah. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, seriously. Um, and then we had Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz with Sammy Guevara versus Cody, Hangman Page, and Matt Jackson with Arden Anderson and Kenny Omega. The winners receive entry advantage for next week's Blood and Guts match. Ah, so uh, the inner circle ended up getting the win tonight. Uh, this was a pretty good match. Uh, went on for a decent length of time, but Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz won via pinfall uh, with Santana getting a tricky roll-up on Matt Jackson for the one, two, three. Uh, what did you think of the match, man? Good. I just don't know about – I love Santana and Ortiz as a tag team. Be honest, guys. Did they feel like a main event act without Jericho? No. And I, hate, I hate saying that. I hate saying anything negative about this show in general, but because um, I'm such a mark for the show, I, I just did he, I don't know what it is. And and Hager's a former world champion, you know. And it's not because and they've done they've done better with him in AEW, by the way. How they booked him, how they've treated him, it's not him. It's to me, it's I don't know. Santana and Ortiz, it, it just don't feel like main event level talents to me. Even though uh, I've seen flashes of it. Well. DJ Navarrete with the Super Chat saying, Dynamite tonight reminded me of how much it sucks to have the show spoiled since I live on the West Coast. Can't wait to watch the show. It's funny. Part yeah. of the reason with streaming TV, you guys are both fortunate on the East Coast with this, but it's like I went with DirecTV now or AT&T now, which sucks in every other regard, except I can watch the East Coast feed of USA and TNT. Like that's the one saving grace on the West Coast, having – I love the streaming service. I love that DJ's watching us, but to be fair, DJ, you're wa- you chose to watch us to get the show spoiled. So. And to pay $4.99 to tell <laughs> us. <laughs> I mean, thank you for watching us. And thanks, Raj says, thank you for the $4.99, but you chose to do such. Okay, real talk for, yourself for a second, guys. Uh, Justin, Matt, we're in the wrong racket. We got to go start a wrestling site, get our own channel set up with these super chats, because apparently this just prints money. Say. You don't say, Glenn. <laughs> it's a novel idea, Glenn. What if what if we all form a coup and revolt against Rush? No, we'll start yourself. We'll, well call it like uh, we'll call there it. Goes the, yeah. There goes my wink. We'll call it Wrestling LLC. That's original. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding, Raj. Oh, you you know Raj has got a team of lawyers just on standby waiting to. <laughs> Damien, God, come on, Damien Cole. You don't got to be giving us Damien Cole. <laughs> they don't got to be banned. Raj, I demand to see the total ledger of how much how much us three have brought you tonight. How much How much have we brought in tonight? I and didn't it, even get a Christmas card last in these time, in these uncertain. Raj is going to sit there and say that 80% of this, we, that they would he would have gotten no matter what, I bet. And these oh, un- there is a freaking pandemic going on, and people have probably donated over $100 tonight uh, Good Lord. to the show. Makes me feel terrible. So stop. Just write your comments. <laughs> and we'll answer. Damien Cole, love you guys. I look forward to the show every week. Thank you all, mods included, for working through such a hard time and bringing us fans an escape for the world we're in currently. Um, well, no, I'm saying that this is, and we talked about this the other night, Matt. For people that listen to this podcast, listening to this podcast is an escape. We saw tweets today. People what are saying, mod that, mean, mod included. Mod- moderators. Oh, moderators, the people that are. Uh, oh, that- sorry. 
like when we get like uh, the crazy chats or people spamming it with like porn links, like the moderators. Oh, there's someone in there that can do all that? Yeah, we got a great team of moderators. Raj has a full staff. Wow. I'm impressed. I can't see your your, your chats, guys. That's why. Sorry. Uh, But but let me just say again, I want to thank the audience because seriously, like you guys are, are, for me, this is my distraction from everything going on in the world right now, doing this podcast. Like not even wrestling, just the act of interacting with all of you is a great, great way to take my mind off things. Uh, And that's why we're going to keep doing it. We're we're already self-isolated on this podcast. We're already remote. So uh, we're in a perfect situation. So um, this ending segment after, speaking of which, oh, that promo Chris Jericho cut where he's put down the decree saying no more fans. He said, even when it, what do you say? Even when it's cleared, no more fans until I say so. (laughs) So good. It was so good. Such a good way to lean into it. Um, And then of course it was uh, pointed out that uh, there were five in the inner circle, inner circle, four in the elite. And uh, then Matt said, yeah, but I, I called a friend. We saw Vanguard one fly above the ring. And then Matt Hardy on the balcony doing the delete taunt as the show went off the air. Hell of a way to send the show off the air. I mean, come on. I, I would argue, have we ever seen a better ending to uh, impact? Good Lord. Sorry, guys. Um, Dynamite. No, I mean this was great. I mean, and and, and the great thing is like we're actually going to let. I mean, Matt Matt is so creative, which you can see if you oh, watch God. when you watch. I, I, I watch all your YouTube channels, his shows. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's created his own world, and the and the great thing is, you know, you know, he wouldn't. I mean, he turned down a lot of money to stay with WWE. You know, he would not be doing this unless he felt he was going to get the creative control and creative freedom that he wants. So yes. even to, even just simple things of using using the the the, the drone, the Vanguard yeah. one that's become so famous. I mean, like it, it's just. Vanguard One has its own action figure. It's in his action figure set. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, this same with the dilapidated boat has its own figure. Mm-hmm. It's in his figure set. Yeah, you know, and 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 the piano music playing. You know, that's that's Rebby playing piano. I mean, you know, it, it just it's just great. They they literally just let Matt. They're gonna let Matt do what he wants to do. This is great. Back to that dude's comment. Go back. Go. Back. Oh yeah, uh, you were saying that. Uh, he C. C. Ortiz, Funk. One, one of the fans, CC Funk One, said he thinks Ortiz is great. Both are really meeting him, Ortiz and exactly. What's the other one's name? Santana. Santana. Thank you, Santana. I actually think Santana is was coming out a little bit in a promo one. Is, is that the one whose eye got gouged out? Who's who? Who's, oh, who's which one did Moxley hurt his eye? Anyways, they're not they're not main event singles acts right now yet. They're not. Kinky of the law saying Santana and Ortiz don't fit because that was clearly the revival spot. That's a big difference. Huge difference. The revival would fit that group much better, even though they've been really good in it. Um, I just don't think they're, I don't know. They, they can grow into it. They're just not there yet. And it hurts when Jericho's not out there. And JC Harrington saying y'all are skipping over Sammy singing, Sammy singing Judas when Chris Jericho came to the ring. (laughs) Uh Yeah. Sammy now, on the other hand, has stepped up big time. I would say since the first time they, after they, we stopped doing his licking his mouth crap when his tongue was hanging out. After that in-ring introduction of them, he's been A plus since. After Jericho, Sammy's the one that's got the biggest rub out of this uh, this inner circle. He's he's the next biggest star. Yeah, yeah. Even the thing when now when they go to commercial and they do the picture picture, and Sammy's made a habit of having the cue card showing thing, you know, saying things to. 
Yeah. Um, and Glenn, did I did you did I hear on Monday was Raj talking about Matt Hardy and potential Matt Hardy stuff? Uh, yeah, with uh, the meetup and 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 everyone in the so, chat room and me yeah. and Matt Morgan accused him of lying. And so let me like, so let me set the record straight. It was seven days ago. It was last Wednesday. I can say this is this sucks. We had our we we were going to have our event at Ricks on the River in Tampa WrestleMania weekend. As of last Wednesday, it was confirmed Matt Hardy was going to come and and be a a bonus guest at that. Uh, and do some Q and A and interact with us. I mean, so and but I will say this: we also have had the hope that we were going to make that event up somehow, some way in the future. So and I, we're having right, we're having right back come. <laughs> yeah, doesn't even know. We haven't even asked him yet. I think he's that swell of a guy. I like him. I think he'll come. We're gonna get so Justin. We were talking about this. We were saying we should do instead of the Ricks on the River, which was been canceled that day. We should do a bonus episode of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Get all of us on and right back on. And, yes. uh, okay. you know, finally get face to face. We are. Well, now that we have, two, well, now that we have two nights of WrestleMania, that's two nights oh, of yeah. podcasts. I also, I also think we should also put it out there. Like one of you guys had that idea of putting out an old show that we got to watch. Yeah. Rewatch it. Have the fans rewatch it as well. And then we come and we cover it. Yeah. You know, another hey. thing we could, another, another idea thrown out there as we're doing ideas is if we all hook up like we do now, Maybe we do like a live watch party of WrestleMania with us where we watch Ooh. WrestleMania live. Can I make another suggestion? A lot of them want us to do power. Why don't we go back and since power started and cover every one of those? Maybe. It's yeah. an option. Let's see what happens with WWE. It's true. Show. Well, let's see what happens. Uh, you know, WWE, based on everything we're hearing from backstage, is really focused on Mania right now. Who knows what uh, the situation is going to be after that? Uh, Joe Kerb. With a super chat asking, does the blueprint plus manscape equals blue balls? No. <laughs> no. No, no sell from that. No, 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 no. No. Nothing. Now you know what it's like <laughs> to just put out gold and get yeah. the stone face. For those, of you, for those of you that this is something that's brand new to, men have been doing this for years, have been grooming themselves for years. Welcome to 20, I would say, good Lord. Welcome to 1998. In well, the year you're, 2020. You're saying that Matt, 1998 was uh, the, the year, I think, when you and I turned old enough to finally realize, like, after puberty puberty started 10 years ago, that, like, oh, this finally does get too long. Like, it only took, <laughs> you know, 10 years, but now I got to do something about this. Uh, yeah, we were both, uh, yeah, we were both 22 then. Uh, Gentleman Paul saying, this is a super chat. This is our movie and restaurant money, guys. Thank you, uh, seriously. Like, and I mean, I know we make jokes, you know, whatnot about this. I know we give Raj a hard time, but seriously, everyone who donates to the super chat, everyone just hangs out in the chat room. Like, you guys blow me away every week just with your creativity, how funny you are, um, and the super chats on top of that. It's uh, fantastic. Um, and oh, DJ Navarrete with a follow up, spending five dollars to follow up, sir. Save your money. I'll read your comment saying it's not you guys that spoil the show for me, it's all the kids in the social media. Wait, kids, how old are you when you start saying it's all the kids? You know what I'm talking about the kids with the social media spoiling everything. <laughs> that tweeter, that yes. tweeter thing. Uh, you know, you can mute words on Twitter if you don't want to have stuff spoiled for you, you can like mute terms or just like, don't log into social media. That's true. <laughs> also true um so yeah oh interesting uh so yeah uh wwe john nelson saying wwe is talking about airing takeover on a wednesday to counter aew i assume yeah. that's gonna happen better <laughs> and i would still watch what we saw tonight over takeover 
Sorry. Really? What I saw in AEW tonight? Oh no! An, over a new takeover. Over them doing takeover was supposed to be takeover Tampa. You would watch AEW tonight over and the arena takeover. Yes, yes, I would because it's wrestling. What we saw tonight was way more creative than just wrestling. Okay, I've seen well, wrestling and I've seen great wrestling. We all have. Yeah, tonight was something very different. We didn't just watch great wrestling. We watched crazy creativity out that I've not seen before. I'm just being. I think we all agree and, with that. And okay, so I understand the times we're in. I understand WWE is probably having the shittiest month. It's ever had Justin probably since the steroid trial. Like this is not an easy time, but tonight on NXT, they just gave up and showed us an hour on DIY, well, which was great, but it's not wrestling. It's not. It, it, no, it, it's not. And I'll, and I'll be honest when we uh, we'll touch on NXT here in a minute. I mean, I, I, I watched maybe a combined four minutes of NXT tonight. I'll be yeah. dead honest. I had it the whole time. Um, but here's the thing. What 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 helps them in their favor? I, I saw they showed you know Finn. Like, yeah, like they showed they showed the entire men's rumble match and occupied ninety minutes with commercial interruption on Raw. And this past week's Raw didn't do that bad. And so they they've seen that when they show premium content, i.e., so, really quick. Here's the other part we need to take into account: everybody's at home watching tv again now before you didn't really have that people are out and about doing whatever they're doing being distracted by a hundred different things every network is now covering this pandemic except yeah the wrestling channel Mm -hmm. so ratings shouldn't you know what i mean so people don't take it for you know wow they did a really good number because of their creativity that they so 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 to that point matt i still praise them by the way for even doing any of this stuff sure so to that point matt is it possible with with you know if if you're home as you said and then and then you find something on the TV that's not this coronavirus and then let's say you log on to social and you and you see trending and you see buzz and what have you is it possible that tonight's AEW Dynamite could be their most viewed Dynamite ever? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm predict- actually right now to see what the number is now. I think this could be the second most watched episode. I think the first one is still the high bar when they what 1.1 1.2 over a million yeah. I think this could be the second. With your one point four, I would say that. Just continue. Sorry. I, I think this uh, could easily be the second highest rated dynamite yeah. ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, Ryan W with the super chat saying AW had me behind the scenes watching training. Huh? Context, Ryan. Now you don't have to pay to give us context on that. Or green hearts. Is he yes. trying to? Is he trying to say that like he felt like? Because it was an empty arena that it was like watching guys practice. That was but to in a good way. I said I think WWE felt that way, but w- it felt yeah. but it yeah. didn't and, and Matt Friday we said no criticism tonight on SmackDown. It's very admirable that WWE did yeah. this and went out there and put on a show. And I agree with that. Monday, that formula felt very muted. Like they like not like, I mean, I hate to say it, Monday felt like they didn't really try because Vince didn't like wrestling without an arena or without fans there. Um, so they just reshowed the Rumble match. There's only so long they can do that and keep the hardcore fan base. It's already seen this stuff. I mean, would you guys want to do a podcast Monday and Friday to talk about stuff we've already seen? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't watch it personally. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. They're they're right about this next comment. That is these fans won't – the hardcore fans will not go away. You guys have got – actually, I'm not going to say it during this time when we're going through what we're going through. Everybody needs business right now. 
Yeah. Here's the here's the one thing. Here's the veering off real quick. The compliment I will give WWE so far with the empty performance center shows. The promos actually are even better. There's something. There's like there's an extra intensity and intimacy with that John Cena Fiend. Or actually, wouldn't Fiend. It's John Cena Bray Wyatt. John Cena Bray Wyatt promo. Same with Edge. Yeah, and the edge of, the the actually the, the the no random crowd chance or crowd noise is actually an extra extra intensity in the promos that that connect. Definitely, it's just the matches. The matches feel, you know, we, different and weird. I, I, but still, they're giving us entertainment. So, and I I don't fault them for that. But yeah, I think that it, it is going to be tough to sustain uh, if they're not putting in that extra effort. Um, Damian Cole saying, is tonight the night we see the ratings boost for AEW similar to when Mankind won the belt? I mean, AEW has been winning most every week so far. So I think yeah. uh, I think they're going to get a pop tonight. But I think with NXT, so they really showed the first hour on DIY uh, on Gargano and Ciampa. They showed like 15 minutes on Finn, maybe uh, 15, 20 minutes. And then the rest was on Rhea Ripley. So we had Michael Cole and Triple H bookending this. But this... This felt, I mean, I don't know. And I love I love all of those performers. But with what Dynamite had going on tonight, I mean, I kept NXT on and kept kind of trying to watch both. But with NXT after a while, yeah. every time something interesting happened on Dynamite, I muted NXT. Because I was like, I've seen this. Yes. Yeah. There, there was no, there was no, when, when WB in advance announced what was going to be on NXT tonight, the fact there was no matches. There was no reason to tune into NXT because you knew nothing new was going to happen. They, they WWE does great editing, great video packages, great interviews. They did great. They do great things, recapping and storytelling. But you None knew those videos. Were new. What's that? None of those videos on those characters were new. No, I think some. Of, no, I think some. Of, I'm sorry, some of them are new. But what I'm saying is, nothing was going to progress in the stories. Nothing was going to happen that 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 you, you know what I mean. So. Yeah. For that reason, that's why I watched maybe a combined four minutes of NXT. I, I, Just because I knew that I wasn't, you know. I tried. I'm not. I do. I do it every week. It just, yeah. Uh, Joey Adorjan is saying, I would rather WWE cancel the shows and do reruns instead of half-assing it by doing half the show live and half the show rerun. And maybe that's it. Like, I've segment it. That, yeah. yeah, segment it in a way. Yeah. You know, that doesn't feel like, I mean, that rumble thing, and that was a great rumble, but we did just see that a few weeks ago. I honestly, I liked watching it again for what it's worth. Um, I did, and I think it will. They did, what did that number do? Just that part of the show. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but it, it, it did. It, it, I know it did better than what some of the previous weeks of live programming have done. So, wow. yeah. Um, you know what? I, I'll say this. I've been saying that for a while. I've been saying even before this pandemic, I thought WWE needs an off season. Every sport has an off season. Every episodic entertainment television has an off season. WWE is a merge of both. WWE needs to take six weeks off after WrestleMania every year. You'd be calling their shows per season premiere. I always thought that was hysterical. Like, you right. guys don't have a finale. What are you guys doing exactly. this well, business? Yeah, well, let me season. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let's say Mania happens on April fourth and April fifth. Yeah. And, this, and this pandemic is still going on. We're not. We're not right. going to be back to public assembly until the summer. Do they take continue? The yeah, that's what I'm months. asking. Once they do these blow off stories at Mania, do they then take it off, or do they keep trying to do their normal weekly grind? I, I like no. I like watching it. We have nothing to watch right now. 
Uh, I just saw this tweet. Conan O'Brien tweeted this, and I think this is sort of in the spirit of what society needs to prepare for. Conan saying he's going back on the air Monday, March 30th. All of his staff will work from home. He'll shoot at home using an iPhone, and his guests are going to Skype in. It will not be pretty, but feel free to laugh at our attempt. I think WWE... You know we're gonna we're gonna need that right now. We need people to step up and get creative. We have an unprecedented level of technology in this world. That yes, you need people in person to have a wrestling match, but you can do everything else from anywhere in the world right now. We're making a huge, huge press release. Fingers crossed that it still goes through within these next two days, and it's related to this pandemic on top of it. Um, yeah. d- dude, what's happening is leading to a lot of crazy intelligent people's creativity um r- very much so and i think we're going to continue to see that i think we're going to see some really cool things out of this some amazing things is going to come from this pandemic watch yeah and we have to look at that upside i mean we have to look at at whatever yes. silver linings we, we can find in gloom. Just doing gloom and no you got to think positively you got to have faith and you got to follow the directions that cdc is putting out there and others are putting out there for us to do to help curb this um, and in the interim, have faith, think positively. Even though it's hard, you have to. Nothing good ever came from being negative and overly, you know, losing losing your mind over these things, even though it's hard not to at times. I'll, I agree with it. You know, I was here with my son the other, uh, the other day, and you can just tell he's completely out of his, like, I'm running around this town like a madman doing all these different things. I've been impressed, like, like conference calls for five straight hours, dude. Um, I was with good Lord governor. I was in two conference calls with our governor today. Our sent our Senator Rick Scott was on two conference calls with him today. That took like three hours. Um, it's so my kid, we took out of daycare to come home here and you could tell he's completely, he's nonverbal autistic, but he's completely out of his realm here, completely out of his structured environment. And it started making you think like, Oh no, like, this is really going to mess it this mess up his pathway that he was on to really improving because he's been improving immensely to maybe one day talk talk like not just say the alphabet but really say hey dad hey what's up i love you you know things like that you know and and that's just a microcosm of everybody's situation so my point is you can get down about that and you can overly analyze self-analyze that and feel you know or you can start looking at the other side of this that something is gonna something amazing is gonna come out of this i I truly truly believe that when this blows over and it's gonna be a lot of cool creative creativity that a lot of smart people start to come up with and i think we're gonna be really impressed with it just I, for this pandemic alone, we're about to hit. We're about to announce something pr- pretty freaking amazing, and I'm excited to even be part of it. No, Matt, I think those are great words. I, I think uh, I think one of the great things going to come out of this is I think the the industry of teledocs of uh, being able to get medical care via Skype and 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 doing this. I think that's going to explode because that's already I'm seeing here in Pittsburgh being promoted heavily, and I think that that entire industry, which then is going to take sick, you know sick bodies all gathering in a waiting room getting sicker and like i think it's you know and and the rent that it takes to have a building i think this i think i think it's a lot of things that are going to come out of this positively but it's just getting to the side first yes no, absolutely. we gotta think positive we have to have faith is the moral of my story <laughs> sorry yeah. it took forever no, to no it was a good story 
Uh, WWE fan guy has a question for Matt about thoughts on OVW going on national TV with U2 America starting April 3rd. Yeah, Justin, that's what's that story? That's uh, this is Al Snow. Al Snow yeah. has made that happen. Yeah, yeah, I think that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's, that's Al. That's all Al Snow. Uh, Prosh Al Snow. My very favorite time in all of pro wrestling was in OVW. Yep, yep. And wow, why? Amazing. Because then it wasn't about the money. It was about no. working Ooh. to make the best yeah. from what you could do at the time. Yeah. Everyone's so damn hungry and trying to one up each other. It's the best. Best uh, time. Stephen Marcusili, Marcusili, uh, with the super chat saying, any news on a post mania draft? Ooh. That's the least of their worries, right? Yeah. Now. I don't think Vince is thinking past uh, April. Fifth or sixth, yeah. Yeah, Maybe the draft will be uh, who gets some off time, and then they'll rotate people in in waves. Didn't you guys tell me? I thought the other night when I asked that, like, that they have to have something air or something like that. They have a like because it's in their contract. Well, it's in the yeah. yeah, I mean, they have they have their contract with USA and Fox. They do an off season then. But well, here's the thing: they rotate them just like they're doing now. They're doing. They're showing vignettes. They're showing recaps of premium content that's on the WWE network. I mean, okay. for, first off, you could pull it off that way. Just I'd be keep, all for it. Whatever gets you, these guys off the road. I'd yeah, love you, it. you could pull off studio shows that just kind of recap and keep people invested in the story so then when you come back after four or six weeks, they get picked back in. But their deal with the networks is they still have to air something. They need to air but, something. And here's the other thing. And, I, and I, I, people always want to say, oh, the sponsors. Look at this. If NHL and NBA and all these leagues were able to – yeah, the sponsors will understand right now especially. But I think in general – they care about numbers. I'm going to cut you off, Joseph. They just yeah. care about numbers. They don't give a crap who's actually on the TV performing for yeah. a wrestling show. They all about, about the numbers. numbers. Exactly. And if WWE is and, and, and it's proven, as I just said, they showed the Rumble on Monday night. The numbers did well. If WWE is fine with showing content that is on the WWE Network, which is behind a paywall, and showing it on free TV, and it's going to draw some viewers, then you could do six weeks of showing some recaps and showing some best ofs. Hell, here's an idea. Here's WWE. You can write me a freaking check. You're not going to have a Hall of Fame ceremony this year. Why don't you spend the six weeks you should take off during this effing pandemic? Why don't you have each week an episode dedicated to who's going to the Hall of Fame? One week's British Bulldog, one week's NWO, and you can show best of matches, interviews. You can have you can interview Kevin Nash via Skype. You can do live interviews, show best of clips. You could fill an entire six weeks off doing a Hall of Fame ceremony each week, essentially. And there you go. You fill programming. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. And they have always original content, too, that they have on their network that I really do like a lot. Right now, it was with the Ruthless Aggression stuff and others, many others before that. Um, they could totally yeah. go to, to pull the an FC- hour out of a three hour show. The FCW documentary they just put out. You know, that was awesome, too. It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to see a modified format. I just hope they find a good way to. to break it up oh one thing uh, we didn't mention busy rhythm uh saying brandy did an awesome job covering the ring announcing tonight that's right <laughs> yes. at the beginning i liked her with a little wink uh and a nod to the fact that she was out there doing that tonight uh but i thought she was great that's what she used to do yep um so what else do we got justin to talk about uh uh it's interesting but i'll, I'll try to we'll try to keep it tight here um so there's some conflicting reports about alberto del rio alberto del rio he is. Uh, he had said recently in some interviews that uh, you know WWE has reached out to him and that they're in communication. Um, and maybe something happening later this year. And then Alex McCarthy of Talk Sport he kind of conflicts that and he says Triple H nor anybody else has reached out to Alberto Del Rio. Um, 
you know, I personally, my opinion, I don't see why WWE would need Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. And not that I'm a fan. I like him. I just think he's past it. You know what I mean? Age-wise with what they're, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. man, they brought this so-and-so guy back at a much older age. What are you talking about? They brought Del Rio back a couple times now, no? Yeah. And I, you know, yeah, I, I just don't think there's anything. You know, they have, and, and there's, there's always the cop, there's always the topic with guys like Del Rio and Rey Mysterio of, excuse me. Uh, reaching, you know, the, you know, reaching the Mexican audience, and it's like they have Ray there, they have Andrade, they have uh, Humberto. Like, so I, I don't, yes. that, that, that doesn't they fly with me. Younger, more ex- exciting acts. Yeah. Um, the other story yeah, we right. have, other story we have is with CM Punk. He he did an interview recently on uh, with Swings and Misses. Um, he did an interview, and he was basically asked, uh, you know, like, you know, what would it take to get you back? in the ring and he talked about it's you know it's a very fluid answer it's constantly changing and he said you know it's just a matter of the creative and the opponent and the money being right um and i'll kind of give you a quote here he said as far as people that i've worked with before i think that if there's a clean slate so to speak and the money was right i think a guy like dan o'brien i would go okay i'll listen to your idea if you said john cena i'd probably listen to your idea ray mysterio i listen to your idea for people i haven't wrestled before i think will osprey i listen to your idea like I said, there's a lot of moving parts, but uh, nobody who's ever run the wrestling companies has, has made the right one. Uh, Will Ospreay actually did follow up to this on Twitter and, and tag CM Punk and basically uh, noted that how on January 4th when the big uh, New Japan uh, show is every year, you know, let, let's do this. So uh, CM Punk uh, commenting on what we all wait to see is when, if and when he's ever going to step back into a ring. So, Do you think Punk could even keep up with him? Will Ospreay? Will Ospreay can, dude. Yeah. He's he gets after it. That dude is so freaking good. I think it's inevitable that we see CM Punk in a ring again, and I think the AEW ship has sailed because if it was going to happen, it would have happened. And the fact that AEW's brought Colt Cabana in and Colt and CM Punk are just got done with that lawsuit, I don't think we see Punk in AEW, which at one point seemed like it was tailor fit for Punk, right? It was. A new a new renegade what? organization against Vince being ran by his friends. Jericho. I think- Oxley, Cody, the Bucks, yeah, you know, the Bucks, yeah. Uh, I, I think AEW tried, and somewhere there was maybe a blunder. I don't know, but I think eventually, eventually, we see CM Punk back in a WWE ring. I don't know if it's this year, next year, three years, but eventually, I think everybody always comes back. The money always speaks, and WWE is going to need it. So, yes, sir. Eventually, <sighs> yeah. Anyhow. What have you been reading the entire time that we were I've been reading right the there. chat comments, and I've been looking at Twitter and Reddit to see is there anything else we should cover before we take it home tonight. Because we have Matt here tonight, over a 1,000 people live in this chat room watching us. Our podcast numbers and YouTube numbers have actually been significantly up for the past week. Um, and uh, What's that? More than normal. More, much more than normal. And I'm thinking exactly. that while... We're here and distracting people from everything else going on in the world. Is there anything else we do to keep going? Yes. What else can we talk about and give people, uh, you know, just a little something more in this uh, crazy time? Isn't it also weird? Have you had this yet? I know it's a business or day to day where people keep referring to it as like the current situation or these unprecedented times. People don't want to say the name. They don't want to say the word, you know, but it's, it's, there's going to be a name for this similar, you know, the great depression. COVID I know. Well, when the great depression was happening, they didn't call it the great depression at the time. No one said, God, things are so bad right now. It kind of feels like uh, we're all depressed. Perhaps, perhaps we're in a great depression, if you will. No one ever said that out loud during the time. 
So there we will be a name for this. People are calling it coronavirus and COVID-19. Like everything I've written, I've written that. Yeah. This is going to be forever referred to as the great binge watching of streaming services. The great binge. <laughs> Dude, I'm oh. so happy. I have a five-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son, and they put Frozen 2 on Disney Plus early as of last Sunday. I am so thankful. I mean, I've still had to go to my office. My wife has been home with those kids, and she is so thankful that Disney Plus is putting this stuff out. So thank you, Disney Plus. Uh, Isaiah Harad really? is saying, do a wrestling ink roast. Matt, you do it every how- week. You do it every <laughs> week. Do you watch our show? <laughs> we roast Raj. Raj is our, is our weekly target. Oh, if it was a roast, I'd be, I'd be far meaner if it was a roast. Dude, how, um, look, how about next year for next year's Mania? And hopefully we do have a party. We do a roast in person. That would be great. We should do the roast of uh, Ryback. Can't roast Ryback. He's not on enough to get it. You guys Matt, can do Matt, me. Matt roasts me every. Matt roasts me every week uh, okay. when I when I when I start rambling and he starts cutting me off and, and telling me I'm rambling. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Michael Edwards. What's each of your favorite mania? Looking for something to rewatch during lockdown. Oh, what's uh, each your favorite mania? Oh, good lord! You can't go wrong going back to watch WrestleMania one. Yeah, so, that was what I was gonna say. Uh, my, my first mania I ever went to, seventeen. You can't go wrong watching seventeen. Was that the first one you? That's the first one you've ever watched. That's right? the first one I went to live. Dude, I that's that's pretty cool. Houston. You went to one. You went to that. That was a good one. My first one. I mean, I don't know how the first one holds up, but my my memories yeah. of be like being at the boys and girls club and we watched it on video cassette, and I think it came on two cassette tapes, <laughs> and we all gathered in the rec room to watch it on like a twenty inch TV. You know how um, big deal those VHS cassette tapes from Coliseum Video, like the, the material it was made out of, oh, yeah. the noise it would make when you'd close it and you'd open it up. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes, the plastic yeah. stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just like the VHS cassette uh, cardboard boxes that yeah, that you no. just do that and they flying out. It was the ones you'd have to open like a book. Like a binder, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the best. Uh, we had it, dude, we had it good. I'm sorry. Our childhood was the best. And I remember six, that was the one where like me and my friends in middle school all pooled together money. And it was like the big event that we had at somebody's house. You know, it was like, guys, we've got eight pizzas coming with all sorts of different toppings. We've got all this food. We're going to sit there and just watch wrestling mania because it was Hogan versus warrior. Like that, my memories associated with that. I wish I could just get that back. Don't you wish there was some way, Matt, you could just pay a little bit of money and just give me that feeling back. Yes, Griffin, Griffin Bun's house waiting on pepperoni and bacon pizza to get there and drinking all the soda we wanted. Yeah. His mom dared to leave us alone watching it, which was I mean we could just eat whatever as much as we wanted and drink as much soda as we want. It was the best. Uh, that's I'll, I'll never forget that stuff. You know, where you were. You Clay Ford saying, Matt, now the gyms are closed. Going bonkers. I'm oh, sorry, I read the whole thing. Okay, Matt saying, What are you doing now? The gyms are closed, mine shut down, and I'm losing my mind. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm doing. That's exactly what's happening, and my, me and my wife both. We both. You're, you're the mayor. You can you can get into one of these gyms. You're the, the mayor. The question is, do I want to? Do I really want to? I take really a lot of take a lot of disinfectant, a lot of wipes. You don't have a weight bench at home? No, you think I would, right? No, yeah, my I, wife's got I, everything here for her. We got everything here for her. She has the she got herself the Peloton. She got herself a treadmill in the past, and um, yeah, just randomly over the years, she just randomly get this stuff, but nothing. I have no weightlifting stuff here. You think I would? You, you got to figure out like an isolated workout and post a stream of it, Matt, like, you know, a 15 minute full body workout that people can do at home. 
Dude, Ryback's got it at his garage. Where does he, he live? Where does he live? Then, I don't know. Cali, probably. I'm guessing. Raj? No, Ryback. Ryback. Oh, Ryback. I don't know where. Where does he live? He's living in Florida, right? No. Um, he has his own gym. He has his own like garage gym or whatever. Oh, he's, a, oh he's, he's, a, he's in Nevada, isn't he? Oh, yeah. There you go. Nevada. It's Nevada. Uh, we've been doing GDPY again. Um, we actually got those little peddlers that you could sit on the couch and do. It's like an exercise bike, just the pedals of it. <laughs> you got to do something, man. You do. Uh, you're doing more than I am right now. You row as you go. No, I mean, we put on Fast Fast Five last night, and we probably spent two hours of that just pedaling. Uh, we got two of them. They're quiet, which is great. And it just flew by. But it was nice just to do something just to get the heart rate up and uh, burn some calories. I think now even taking a walk is kind of weird, kind of weird. See, I I do. I have been liking that. I've been doing yeah. more outside with my kid with his bike and a scooter and things like that. Yeah. Instead of just doing one trip around the block, we've been doing like four. And my yeah. block is a, half, is a quarter mile. Um, but it's not like I'm running or sprinting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have to say, rewatching it, the entire Fast and the Furious series, Fast Five is by far the best Fast and the Furious movie. How about the delayed? How about the new Fast and Furious that Cena's in this summer? They delayed it till next April. That has affected me more than anything else, knock on word, would uh, personally more than anything else in this current situation. When was it going to be out? It was going to be out this summer when they put it to next April because they don't want people gathering at the theaters. So it's like nine, a whole, what, nine whole months year. later? Yeah, they're, they're pushing the whole marketing campaign. It's the same thing everything. they did when Paul Walker died because uh, yeah. Fast 7 got pushed back a year uh, for post-production. But, um, man, we bought our tickets already. Like, we were so excited for that. Uh, I'm more bummed about that than Missing Mania, to but, be honest. But you know what I wonder? You know, obviously, WWE always has to fight to get Cena because of Hollywood. I, now, Cena always has other projects. But if now Cena does not have to do the marketing and release tour for Fast in the summer, SummerSlam's in Boston. Cena's backyard. He could go for the record-breaking title victory and be with them for the summer to SummerSlam now. Maybe. I don't know what other Hollywood commitments he might have, but that, but that potentially clears the schedule. Interesting. Uh, Anthony Puck is saying, why is The Rock not in the new Fast and the Furious with John Cena? Uh, because uh, The Rock and Vin Diesel have legitimate heat. So The Rock's not in this next one? I believe I believe he is not. You I sure about that? I didn't see him in the trailer. Uh, he has to be in it. He's the whole friggin' thing now. Dude, did you see the trailer for Fast 9? Rock would kick Vin Diesel's ass. Did you see the trailer for the new one, Matt? I think I've just seen. No, I have not. Can you send it to me? Uh, yeah, they like they gave away a lot, but holy shit! Like they are doing some stuff in this one that just like this is the hardest one to wait for. But yeah, I'll send you a link to the trailer. It's so good. Um, but yeah, Hobson Shaw was just okay. Like we I like that. Come on, I liked Hobbs. I liked it. But when you go back to Fast Five, when they brought everyone together and it was a heist and the big job and the crew, like. That's why it's and the end chase with the bank vault towing it all around uh, Rio. I mean, Fast Five is just legitimately a great film, but uh, I don't know. I, I like Fast Six is probably my second favorite, but uh, that whole series, probably next to the Marvel movies, the Marvel Universe, the Fast and the Furious is my favorite film series, even above Star Wars at this point. Wow. Star Wars has a lot of misses. Star Wars too, but I'm usually by myself saying something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Star Wars, if not for the prequels. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lopez paying us $2 in Super Chat saying to The Rock has beef with Vin and Tyrese. So there you have it. Straight oh, yeah. Tyrese, yeah. Yep. He's right because he's come crying because Rock went out on his own supposedly to make that movie and go on his own. Yeah. He's the bigger star. Sorry. 
Mania next year in Hollywood. You got to think The Rock uh, either is the main event or goes in the Hall of Fame next year, right? They would be terrible in the wrestling business, Justin. Can you imagine them like back in Hogan's day when Hogan's making all these other wrestlers so much money if they were uh, lucky enough to be on the same card as him? They'd make a mm-hmm. ton of money, right? They, they, they never complained. Yeah. Because they're so, marks. Because he's a mark. Yes. Okay. I think that covers it. I think we've got everything. But What's hey, Frank. Is a mark? That's what we're ending it on. <laughs> I mean, w- really, is there anything better? He does strike me as sort of a mark for himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ty- Tyrese, hasn't he made like. A like Well, he had a good song back in the deck of he did. I liked it. Who did Tyrese ever beat? Oh, well. <laughs> I Nobody. don't know. Not Matt Morgan. Not me. Not Glenn Rubenstein. <laughs> Rise, oh, he didn't say your name, Rise. See that, Rise? You're not even really a part of the show anymore, Raj. Uh, you're listening, Rise. Nelson Medina saying Fast Five, easily the best action movie of all time. It's up there. I mean, it's not like Die Hard, but it's it's up there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to be back here Friday, the three of us. For SmackDown? For SmackDown. Gronk's going to be there. Anthony in the chat saying, I wonder if they're proactively quarantining all wrestling talent, just running segments to build up to WrestleMania. I think there's a very good likelihood we could see that. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to see a show with more than one or two matches until WrestleMania on WWE TV for the next few weeks. That would be smart. They should be pre-taping them. Like you said, for AEW, like WWE should be doing the same thing. Should. They should. Yeah, because uh, if, any, if any wrestler in either company test positive for coronavirus you got you gotta lock it down yeah it's crazy times look everyone stay safe stay healthy um I, you know my my county is under what is it uh we have to stay at home essentially for non-essential how many cases do you have in your uh county in our county we have three but two new ones or we'll probably have five but two ones were confirmed over the weekend that were community spread in the town next to ours you only have five cases of coronavirus in your entire county? In our county. But in the Bay Area, there's hundreds. So we're right near like Marin County. Yeah. Near like, uh, Stan, uh, we're near, uh, you know, San Francisco. Um, so I think they're just being really proactive about this. And I think, you know, what a lot of people have said, people much smarter than, than me, is that if it seems like we're overreacting, it's, it's taking the steps. Like, that's what you have to do. And yeah. if they're right, we'll never know because it will have stopped. If they're right about do why we need to do all this, we'll never know because it'll prevent shit from really hitting the fan. Not that it isn't already, but uh, I wanted to give the recommendation because I see this on social media. People are talking even in our chat saying, oh, I should have listened a week ago and gone out and got toilet paper and groceries. Let me tell you, I never use stay-at-home grocery delivery until this, but we've been using like Instacart and Shipt. And uh, even you can get Whole Foods through Amazon Prime, like Target delivers. It has been a game changer and a lifesaver for You've us. You've been getting toilet paper that way? Not toilet paper, but just about everything else. Prepare, though, for them to be out of stock and have to do multiple stores and multiple orders if you're not and, looking in for God. I'm sorry. Go ahead. God take that. If you me. have a, a parent or someone of advanced age in your household, like get the groceries delivered. Have them leave it on the doorstep. Do not take any chances. And the thing is, a lot of people are using that as an excuse, rightfully so. They want to get out of the house to go do something. And they think they're going to go into this supermarket where no one else is going to be. Yeah. And it's like, no, they are. Even though I've seen them try to do it 
very cool way. A lot of these uh, places have tried to set it up where seniors can come in before the store is actually open and give them about an hour to get all their stuff. And then they'll open for the day for everybody else. But even when doing that, they're creating these huge lines and they're all sitting there lined up on top of each other. And I'm going, no, yeah. you know, they're too close to one. Another. Everyone's too close to one another. My, well, my county well, has, I think 12 cases and Pennsylvania just had the first death tonight. Um, so. So, well, look, let me give this pro tip that I've learned for everyone. When you look at the delivery windows and it says none are filled the day after tomorrow or things like that, the delivery windows open at midnight, your local time. So if you want to get a slot early, like do your order, start doing it around 11 or 1130. And then when you get to check out at midnight and select your time, that's when they'll open up the next days to get, make sure you get a grocery delivery on the books and on the schedule. And they've been filling more than I thought they would. So uh, we're going to be fine here. We're self-isolating for as long as, uh, you know, uh, it's necessary. And one other tip, to, if you want, if people want to help, but still stay quarantined, go online, buy some gift cards to yeah. places. Because right now, all the bartenders and servers who are getting screwed, not being able to get any tips or anything like that, if you buy gift cards to places, that is like, that's giving the money right now to those restaurants who can then try to help still pay some employees that they're keeping on and not furloughing or whatever. And then, hey, when all this lifts so we can go back out in public like normal, you got a night's out for dinner to look forward to. So like buy some gift cards, buy some stuff for, you know, good do right the here. In Pittsburgh. Is, yeah. As well, you, as well. Yeah. Here in Pittsburgh, they're still allowing restaurants to do like takeout or curbside service. Nice. So like, you know, so, you know, like tonight I went to a local place down the street uh, in order takeout to try to give them some business, you know, they're going to be hit the hardest with this. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I mean, I, we, we know people that are in the restaurant business, both owning restaurants and working at restaurants. And I mean, think about what that does to our economy and what does this people's lives. Logan's when went out of business. Logan's. Logan's. You guys know what Logan's is, right? No, no. Jesus, is that just a Florida thing? Logan's Steakhouse? No. I'm Florida thing. They're missing out. They went out of business today. Completely. Wow. Many, many year old business. And this is what day of this coronavirus? What day is this? Where are we in? I mean, no. a week ago tonight was when shit really got really real with the NBA. Okay. So that's, you know, so, yeah. I mean, it's hope, crazy. Hope your local mom and pop business is out in any which way you can while protecting yourself. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, look, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy. We're going to catch you back here Friday night, the three of us talking about SmackDown Live. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Justin Labar. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.